the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the Allworth Law Firm. Lamentations 521 tells us, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Almost everyone is dealing with recovery of some sort. It could be from addiction, pain, divorce, sin, separation, depression, job loss, or being stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and destructive behavior. Recovery through a relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation of healing and growing anew. Listen as Pastor Allworth shares how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ has turned his life around. will help you and your loved ones recover and be restored in his name. God wants you to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Keep listening. Recovery Through Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live from the KKHT studios. And the wind is blowing outside. We might actually get... Do not panic if you see moisture coming from the sky. It's called rain, folks, and and we need it here in Houston. I have two guests with me today, and uh, they're both gentlemen that I've gotten to know well over the last year or so, and I'm very proud of both of them, but more importantly, uh, God's very proud of both of them. And I'm reminded of Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, verse 7, I mean, chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will like him to the wise men who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. And that's what we strive for at the Open Door Mission is to introduce people to Jesus in a positive way, allow them to have a spiritual awakening, a spiritual recovery, a faith-based recovery, so that they can build their house on a rock. And these two gentlemen that are with me today have built their house on that rock, and, and I'm just so very pleased to have them with them. Stacy, introduce yourself. Hey, hello. My name is Stacy Cunningham, and I'm the alcohol and drug abuse counselor over at the, at the Open Door Mission. You know, I had the honor and the privilege of walking with Stacy through his trip to the Open Door Mission. Uh, when did you graduate, Stacy? I graduated in November of 2022. Wow, God is so good, and came in in about March of 2022? Yes, that is correct. You know, when, when guys go through the whole program, which takes five, six, seven months, depending on what kind of progress they make, uh, typically uh, they get get a job and get a place to live. Uh, there's housing across the street that's available to them, transitional housing, and uh, there are second-chance employers like the Marriott downtown. If you've got to stay downtown, folks, stay at the Marriott because they, they, they do good things for the community. And, uh, you know, there's other second-chance employers. And then over 60% of the people that work at the Open Door Mission are graduates of the Open Door Mission, which is just awesome. And then I have another graduate of the Open Door Mission who you may remember from about a month ago. Uh, introduce yourself, my friend Chris. Uh, it's Christopher. Hoff. I'm the uh, program coordinator with Open Door Mission. I'm going to summarize, and, I, and probably not very well, Chris's uh, testimony that he gave a couple of weeks ago, because then I'm going to turn my attention to Stacy, and we're going to learn about him. But Chris was an EMT, uh, hurt his back, uh, lifting a patient, 
uh, had to use, uh, got prescribed uh, some painkillers, ultimately got addicted to those. And Chris, just real t- quick, tell us briefly what, what happened after, after you got addicted uh, to those painkillers. Progressed from uh, pain pills and into using heroin and eventually into injecting pure fentanyl. And it is by a miracle of the Lord God Almighty Amen. that he is sitting here with us Amen. today, able to tell his testimony. Chris, what's your position over at the Open Door Mission? I am program coordinator for the mission. And so Chris is in charge of uh, lots of stuff. He, he's the, whole, the doorway program. The doorway program, which is our programs. And, and, you know, the Open Door Mission has four types of programs. You want to tell us, Chris, about that? Uh, well, we have the, uh, the doorway drug and alcohol recovery program. And we have the uh, respite program, which is for uh, homeless uh, clients who leave the hospital who have nowhere to go and they're well enough to leave the hospital, but they're not well enough to take care of themselves, so they come to the mission. Because otherwise they'd be on the streets. Correct. Yeah, which is awesome. And I didn't ask the question very well. I meant the curriculum. You've got education. We've got education. We have – so it's actually a four-part curriculum. So we've got education. We have recovery. We have spiritual, and uh, the last part is life skills. And I'm involved in the spiritual part, praise Absolutely. the Lord. Well, I'm on the board of directors, too, so I'm involved in all of it. But uh, I am the uh, head of the spiritual committee there and, and uh, teach a class. Uh, Stacy and I are now teaching this class together, Christianity 101, on Tuesdays. We, we alternate Tuesdays, weeks, and then, of course, our Break Every Chain ministry goes in there every Wednesday night. That's where I'll head after this. So let's get to you, Stacy. Yes. Um, one more thing about this. I'm sorry. I told you I could break the rules. So, uh, <laughs> you know, this is so valuable because a lot of some of the men come in and they can't read. Some of the men come in, they've never turned a computer on. Some of the men don't have their GED or high school education. So, you know, they're encouraged to get mm-hmm. their GED and, and, and walk through it. If, if they're committed enough, and they get their GED. They, they learn how to do a resume so they can get a job. And, Life skills. And we offer a dedicated GED program. For the there you go, now. which Jerome is teaching, I think, isn't he? They're part of that. And, so, um, and you know, so that's important. And then the, the trauma, the, you know, th- so the recovery portion and counseling, uh, which we'll get into with you a little bit, Stacy, and then the spiritual, of course, because we believe that if you want to build your house on the rock, the place to start is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And, and the spiritual part is put into all the other three parts. So even in life skills, even in recovery, we focus on spirituality in that also. And you know, we we just had the gala, which is what inspired me to to bring Stacy on because he gave his testimony or a mini testimony anyway at the gala, and we raised some money. I don't think we have a final count yet, mm-hmm. but I, what I want to say about it is two things: one, we don't take any money from the government because we want to have a faith based program, and they'd get in the way of that. And two, uh, you know, it takes a lot of money to to raise it. You know, it's all, the budget's almost three million dollars a year, uh, but the services are free to the clients. They're free. It's not like these $25,000 spas, the 28-day revolving programs. And God love them. I don't have anything against them. Get help any way you, you need to. But but their relapse rate is off the charts. And if if a man goes all the way through our program, the relapse rate is about half of what it is out in the secular program. All right, Stacy. Where'd you grow up, my friend? Well, I grew up in East Texas. Uh, I can hear town. that. <laughs> a small town yeah. called Trinity, Texas, out near Huntsville. Uh, all right. And, and how long have you been in Houston? I've been in Houston for about 35 to 40 years. All right. Stacy. Uh, you know, I, I firmly believe uh, we, we've all got to take personal responsibility. Absolutely. But 
there are things in our lives and our environment and our genetics and all kinds of things that maybe make us predisposed or, 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 or lean us towards and steer us towards addiction. How did, how did you go down the road of addiction? Well, I, my addiction started uh, pretty early on, right after high school, uh, 16 years, right in this high school, 16 years old. Um, I dealt with a lot of traumatic in, uh, issues in uh, early childhood, uh, some childhood sexual abuse and uh, trauma from trauma from uh, some siblings that happened in our household that uh, created a lot of uh, a lot of anger and a lot of frustration that caused me to lean towards the streets and the people in them um, in order to uh, try to find some self-worth and confidence. And yet uh, the only thing that I really found was uh, behavioral issues and drugs. And I utilized all of the drugs in order to numb the pain that I felt dealing with the uh, trauma and the abuse that I that was inflicted upon me as a child. You know, that's that's uh, you know, I, I, I didn't suffer that kind of abuse. I, I did grow up in a house. My mama was an alcoholic. She died at 62 of liver failure. Her father died at 62 of liver failure. My dad's father died at 61 of alcohol-related complications. So, I mean, I was around addiction and I certainly have the genetic predisposition towards it. But the trauma that, that you experienced is, you know, uh, people don't – we didn't all wake up one day and say, hey, I want to become an addict, you know. I want to become an alcoholic. I want to become uh, – but that numbing, I, I hear that when I work with people that are under the bondage of addiction all the time. Um, you know, Jesus said, we'll always have trials and tribulations in this world and the world comes at us in all kinds of different ways. And in, in your instance, my friend, I'm so glad that, that, that you found Jesus and you've been healed. So you said all the drugs were you, was there a particular drug of choice or was it PCP, uh, seemed to be the most mind altering one that seemed to help me to escape and elude the reality, um, uh, it also would uh, give me, provide for me this sense of power or escape. And um, I delved into that a little more heavier than all the rest. Um, but they were all the same, um, just just opportunities for me to escape in a little reality. So, you know, that escape is such a big part of our society. I mean, it starts out, Chris said a word earlier, it starts out, Maybe somebody just has a, a scotch at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to relax. They want to get away from their troubles. And but the pro, the thing about addiction is it's progressive, mm-hmm. and that's the word Chris used. and And that's what you found, Chris, right? And, and you're absolutely. Uh, you know, it started out as something simple as a prescription from my doctor, and uh, next thing you know, you're you're buying more and more off the street because the doctor's not giving you enough, and then. You know, the the pills aren't doing enough, and you switch to stronger things, and it just gets worse and worse, and before you know it, you're lost. Is, is, was that similar to your experience, Stacey? <clears throat> well, yes, it was um, because, you know, being alone and by myself, I tried to fit in in a lot of circles uh, with people, and one set of people would delve into one type of drug and in order for me to you know fit in with someone else they dealt with a different drug so it just escalated until you know I found myself just trying to be a part of every of this world and everything that was in it and when I reflected upon it I had done everything that they bought along with it you know I, t- I taught last night in this Christianity 101 letters from John 
And, you know, First John has this marvelous uh, portion about do not love the world, do not love everything in this world. And, you know, the devil, the Bible tells us the devil masquerades as an angel of light. And we see, you know, we want to fit in. We want to be cool. You know, the the media, the, the television shows, the drinking, the partying. Everything. Everything. Yeah, it, it all glorifies mm-hmm. it. You, you ever notice even a liquor store has the wine and spirits? <laughs> you yeah. ever notice about the spirits? You know, yeah. so, uh, you know, it just in, entraps us. But, you know, you've got a, a really interesting course. You and I have visited, and I've, I've heard bits of your testimony before, but a really interesting way about how God grabbed you off of the streets. Yes. Tell us tell us a little bit of that story. Well, I received, I had come from Washington State. I had lived in Washington for the last 15 years and uh, was successful there. I came back to Houston with expectations, uh, expecting my family to accept me, love me, embrace me, and yet they pushed me away um, due to the time I spent away, I spent time forgiving and asking the Lord to, Lord to remove some of the hatred and animosity that I had in my heart. And when I got back, I approached my siblings who molested me as a child and told them that I forgive them. And they pushed me away and told me to never come back around and leave their home. And I was broken at that point and delved heavily into drugs and was living in motels and uh, ended up with a DWI. And uh, one night the Lord came to the Holy Spirit came to me and said, you know, Stacy, if you're going to, you're going to drive this vehicle with no license, no sticker and tag, they're going to pull you over and you're going to prison. So you might as well get rid of this truck or just go ahead and drive it to Huntsville to the state penitentiary and get out and tell them I'm here because that's what's going to happen. So as I, wrestled with the Lord and he's saying, Stacy, you need just, to get some help. Just like Jacob wrestling with yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and get some help. And, uh, so I, where's the help at Lord? And, and of course, you know, it's always when you want something from the Lord, it's never what you want <laughs> or the way you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It says you're going to have to go get yourself some help. You're going to have to get in treatment. You need to get to a psychological center and get some help. And, um, that looked like NPC. And so I went there, I drove my truck there. And I took my clothes out of the truck and locked it and checked myself into NPC and walked away from the truck, threw the keys away. and uh, Where's it, that truck now? Uh, it is. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Only the Lord knows. Only the Lord, <laughs> Only the Lord knows. Uh-huh. You know, what's so amazing is, is, is that God guided you, and that's awesome. But there are so many people out there, they don't see a way out. They don't see how they could ever escape the lifestyle they're in. They're in bondage, you know. Yes. yes. Uh, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and, and and he's got them so down, and they're they're down with shame and guilt, and yes. and just they don't see a way out. But the truth of the matter is, if 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 you'll open up your heart and your mind to the Lord, there are people out there. There are ministries. You went into this place that that was there for you, even though you didn't have any money to pay for this. You didn't have the ability to, you know, check into the Betty Ford Clinic or whatever. You you didn't have, you know, and, and, and so you, you surrendered yourself to two things, to the help that was available that God had provided and to the Lord. So how did, how did you, how did you end up at the Open Door Mission? Well, you know, I, first and foremost, I just want to say you're absolutely right. And, and, and my hat goes off to this kind and generous donors of the Open Door Mission. They, they really helped me in getting to where I am. So when I went into the uh, NPC, they sent me over after 14 days to the HRC, Houston Recovery Center, 
And from there, some guys had ties with the Open Door Mission. And they said that it seemed that I was dealing with some spiritual issues and would need to seek the Lord and that the Open Door Mission would be a great place for me to strengthen my relationship with him. And so I opted to go there, and my life has changed ever since. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, and and to your credit, you know, I mean, there's a simple saying about recovery. It's oversimplified, but it's without God, I can't. Mm. But without me, God won't. Yes. You know, so you you had to have the commitment because, you know, we lose a lot of guys that come in and they can't take the rules. They can't, you know, as, as I'm not an addict, I've been set free. Mm. But as a former addict, mm. <laughs> you know, uh, former alcoholic, I, I uh, you know, we're rule breakers. We don't want to follow yeah. the rules. You know, we think yeah. we're above the rules, the pride, all these things that get us in, in all this trouble. Yes. But to truly surrender and submit yourself, I mean, it's worth it. You know, I, I, I just, and I know you do too, uh, just try to impress on the guys that you, God will change your life. Yes. And this open door mission, we can't change it, but we're, we're here as being servants and trying to be obedient and pass along what, what God did for us. Yes. And so, all right, so you went through the open door mission, you stuck it out, you ran your race, and, and you, you went from March to November and you graduated. I did. Yeah, praise the Lord. Okay. What happened when you graduated? Well, when I graduated, right, it was a, just a phenomenal time of accomplishment, one of the greatest accomplishments in my life. Um, I realized that I never have to use drink alcohol or use drugs again. Praise God. Uh, God had helped me to work out the issues that I was facing and bring to reality the truth because in him is truth. You shall know the truth and the yes. truth shall set you free. Yes. <laughs> and so once I graduated, the opportunity came forth uh, um Philip uh, and uh, Philip and Chris. Chris and Mr. Tommy, Tommy yeah. uh, presented me with an opportunity for an empl- for employment there, and it was a great and wonderful opportunity to give back to clients who have dealt with a, a huge amount of trauma, such as I, or not as much maybe, but I mean, God knows what He's doing, and He knew right where to put me in. Um, so I began working with those guys and building a relationship and great rapports with the individuals, and um, it just continued to grow. And that's what they need because, you know, so many of them, like you, rejected by your family, feel like nobody loves you, nobody cares about you, you know, the world has just treated you wrong, chewed you up and spit you out. These guys need love. Yes. They, they, they need to be loved, and they need to know somebody needs to care. And it's not always – rose petals and soft it's 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 tough love too you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to follow the rules you know mm-hmm. so Absolutely. i mean we lost a brother uh, last week that i had some high hopes for because he got under contract in other words he he got in trouble he hadn't followed the rules and yeah. got on some restrictions and he left and that's just that just breaks my heart when it happens and it does happen but it didn't happen with you stacy praise yes. god so what was your original position with the open door mission so my original position was a clinical assistant um, I worked there and uh, became, I got my certification as a, a um, RSPS, a peer specialist. And um, eventually I utilized, um, back in 2010, I grasped an associate's degree uh, in missions and counseling, and addiction, addictions counseling, and uh, never utilized it. Uh, went into HVAC and worked those years. Um, but upon coming here and getting this job, I realized that it fit in. God yeah. always know what he's doing, even yes, when we don't. Yeah. And that opportunity came about, and I talked with Chris, and he was really shocked to find out and said, hey, Stacy, you need to go for that. And um, I went and talked with the state 
Uh, and matter of fact, the Open Door Mission paid for my exam. How wow. wonderful is that? That's so good. God, it is really good. Is. You know, but it, it brings up an interesting thing. You know, addiction does not – it's been a pandemic for millennium. You know, a lot yeah. of tension on, on COVID, as there should be in the pandemic. Uh, but there's been – addiction's been with us for thousands of years. Yes. And there's a vaccine, and his name is Jesus Christ. Yes, it is. Yeah. And um, and addiction does not discriminate. It does it not does discriminate. Not. No. no. I don't care. Socioeconomic, no. ethnic, it doesn't discriminate against anything. So you actually had some, some background in I counseling, did, yes. but you still went down that road. I and did. see, my mom, I watched my mom go through this. I saw her have the DTs and talk to try to talk to her boyfriend in a light bulb. You know, I saw some crazy things, yet I went down the same road. Yeah. You know, the devil is he's a liar and he, he's, a, he's a trick and he's baffling and cunning man and it can happen to anybody it can so people they don't need to be enabled they don't need to be but they also need to be understood and loved and anybody can escape the bondage of addiction if they just get the right guidance and they just have the right motivation so and uh, uh you know with his background he has a different background than i have yeah but at the mission the guys can never come to us and say you don't know what I'm going through. Right. Because right. we do. Yeah. Absolutely. And they can't ever say those words to us. A thousand different stories, we, but they're all the same. We Not only have we been through addiction, we have been through the program. Anything they are feeling, we have felt it. Sometimes. And Stacy, I know you heard me say this while you were there, and I tell the guys this all the time. You guys can have be powerful warriors in the kingdom of God Absolutely. because you can talk to people that other people can't. And you can tell them, hey, I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word yes. of my testimony. And that testimony is powerful. Yes. And uh, and so I'm so so happy you guys have, have, have stayed with the mission. And, and uh, so w- what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Well, on a day-to-day basis, I now work with clients. Uh, I've had the wonderful opportunity to get an office and have a caseload. I have, believe I have like 28 to 30 clients right Ooh, now. Yeah, and more after today. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise the Lord. We had some and, admissions. And, huh? and so it's wonderful to see these guys come in where they are and watch God transform and and trans- change their lives into the individual that he would have them to begin to walk as. So when they come in, I work with them. I do an assessment on them. I find out about the the depth of their trauma, and we begin to work together. We begin to work together, build a relationship, and um, walk through this thing knowing that we have each other. That's powerful. Yeah, and and you you know I I, I there's different to me waves of of things that go on on the mission, and right now I really sense a lot of camaraderie and a lot of fellowship and a lot of lifting each other up. And of course, you guys are a big part of that. But also within the clientele themselves, of, of, of guys trying to to help each other, talking to each other out of leaving, you know, because it, it's it's tough, you know. You're in there, and and it, you know, people say, "How could I possibly spend five months doing something?" You know, mm-hmm. but you just spent twenty, thirty, forty years, you know, going down this yeah. road of addiction and, yeah. and leaving chaos and and behind you. You know, yeah. what is five, six, seven months to change the rest of your life? You know, it, dropping it, the hat. and you know what you said about helping these guys walk through. Uh, maybe you guys have seen it too. I, I can see guys will come in and they'll be down and they'll be the world's kicked them and, and everything. But you can see when they begin to see how much God really loves them, that light come on their eyes. Like transformation. Saw, that transformation, like I saw in your eyes, Stacy, yeah. as you walk through the program. Yeah. That transformation. I mean, there's there's nothing better than that. Absolutely. Hey, if you want to 
let me give you my number out there, folks. If if you've got somebody that needs some help, I had somebody text me the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm always happy to try to help, man or woman. I, I've, I've got some connections with some faith-based uh, women's places. You can text me at 832-475-8642. That's Pastor John Allworth at 832-475-8642. Uh, I'm also a personal injury attorney. Somebody told me the other day, wait a minute, you're an attorney and a pastor? Isn't that a conflict of interest? <laughs> so I resisted for three years because I have to pay for this, by the way, to, to be on this radio. I'm not Howard Stern. They don't pay me a whole bunch of money. But uh, I resisted for three years, but finally I said, you know what, I'm going to have my law firm sponsor it so I can keep doing it, you know, so I can keep paying awesome. for it. So, yeah, if you need my help either way, 832-475-8642. Guys, it's it's uh, uh, truly uh, an honor to to be in ministry with you guys, and I feel like we're in ministry partnership. Absolutely, uh, both of you. You got a last word that you'd like to to tell people out there? Absolutely. Um, I just want to say to any individual out there that is hurting, uh, is dealing with addiction, is this battling trauma that's overwhelming. Um, please find your way to the open door mission to the hands of little Lord Jesus Christ to where you can receive the help and the love that you need. There's wonderful people there such as Chris Ricardo, William Hudson, Jose Martinez, um, the guys that are just ready Tommy to Thompson. help you. Tommy Thompson. Philip Vaughn. Philip yeah. Vaughn. Yeah. Horace. All of these guys, they're just really, yeah. really, really waiting there, waiting to help you. Um, please. Uh, or if you've got a family member family. or a loved one or somebody yeah. you know. Chris, you got anything, last words? Uh, I just, We just have a quick second, but I just want to say something we shared in common is that we both, in our addiction, we thought God had given up on us. I know other people feel the same, but he hasn't. He He's there for us. He's just waiting for us to turn to him. Hey, we love you here at Recovery Through Christ, and uh, I'll be with you. Actually, I'll be out of town next week. We'll talk about that, Corey. But more importantly, God loves you more than you could possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Listen again next Wednesday at 530. If you missed any of this show, you can catch the podcast at kkht.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.